0: Leviticus chapter 13. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron. When a person has a swelling, scab, or spot on the skin of his body, and and it may be a serious disease on the skin of his body, he is to be brought to the priest Aaron, or to one of his sons, the priests. The priest will examine the sore on the skin of the body, if the hair in the sore has turned white and the sore appears to be deeper than the skin of the body, it is, in fact, a serious skin disease. After the priest examines him, he must pronounce him clean, unclean. But if the spot on the skin of his body is white and does not appear to be deeper than the skin and the hair in it has not turned white, The priest will quarantine the stricken person for seven days. The priest will then re-examine him on the seventh day. If he sees that the sore remains unchanged and has not spread on the skin, the priest will quarantine him for another seven days. The priest will examine him again on the seventh day. If the sore has faded and has not spread On the skin, the priest is to pronounce him clean. It is a scab. The person is to wash his clothes and will become clean. But if the scab spreads further on his skin after he has presented himself to the priest for his cleansing, he is to present himself again to the priest. The priest will examine him. And if the scab has spread on the skin, then the priest must pronounce him unclean. He has a serious skin disease. When a case of serious skin disease may have developed on a person, he is to be brought to the priest. The priest will examine him. If there is a white swelling on the skin that has turned the hair white, And there is a patch of raw flesh in the swelling. It is a chronic, serious disease of the skin of his body. And the priest must pronounce him unclean. He need not quarantine him, for he is unclean. But if the skin disease breaks out all over the skin so that it covers all the skin of the stricken person from his head to his feet, so far as the priest can see, the priest will look. And if the skin disease has covered his entire body, he is to pronounce the stricken person clean. Since he has turned totally white, he is clean. But whenever raw flesh appears on him, he will be unclean. When the priest examines the raw flesh, he must pronounce him unclean. Raw flesh is unclean. This is a serious skin disease. But if the raw flesh changes and turns white, he is to go to the priest. The priest will examine him. And if the sore has turned white, the priest must pronounce the stricken person clean. He is clean when a boil appears on the skin of someone's body, and it heals, and a white swelling or a reddish-white spot develops where the boil was. The person is to present himself to the priest. The priest will make an examination, and if the spot seems to be beneath the skin, and the hair in it has turned white, The priest must pronounce him unclean. It is a key case of serious skin disease that has broken out in the boil. But when the priest examines it, if there is no white hair in it, and it is not beneath the skin but is faded, the priest will quarantine him seven days. If it spreads further on the skin, the priest must pronounce him unclean. It is, in fact, a disease. But if the spot remains where it is and does not spread, it is only the scar from the boil. The priest is to pronounce him clean. When there is a burn on the skin of one's body produced by fire, and the patch made raw by the burn becomes reddish white or white, the priest is to examine it. If the hair in the spot has turned white, and the spot appears to be deeper than the skin, it is a serious skin disease that has broken out in the burn. The priest must pronounce him unclean. It is a serious skin disease. But when the priest examines it, if there is no white hair in the spot and it is not beneath the skin but is faded, the priest will quarantine seven days. The priest will re-examine him on the seventh day. If it has spread further on the skin, the priest must pronounce him unclean. It is in fact a serious, a case of serious skin disease. But if the spot has remained where it was and has not spread on the skin but is faded, it is the swelling from the burn. The priest is to pronounce him clean, for it is only the scar from the burn. When a man or woman has a skin disease on the head or chin, the priest is to examine the condition. If it appears to be deeper than the skin and the hair in it is yellow and sparse, The priest must pronounce the person unclean. It is a scaly outbreak, a serious skin disease of the head or chin. When the priest examines the scaly condition, if it does not appear to be deeper than the skin and there is no black hair in it, the priest will quarantine the person with the scaly condition for seven days. The priest will re-examine the condition on the seventh day. If the scaly outbreak has not spread, and there is no yellow hair in it, and it does not appear to be deeper than the skin, the person is to shave himself, but not shave the scaly area. Then the priest will quarantine the person who has the scaly outbreak for another seven days. The priest will examine the scaly outbreak on the seventh day, and if it is not spread on the skin and does not appear to be deeper than the skin, the priest is to pronounce the person clean. He is to wash his clothes, and he will be clean. But if the scaly outbreak spreads further on the skin after his cleansing, the priest is to examine the person. If the scaly outbreak has spread on the skin, The priest does not need to look for yellow hair. The person is unclean. But if, as far as he can see, the scaly outbreak remains unchanged and black hair has grown in it, then it has healed. He is clean. The priest is to pronounce the person clean. When a man or woman has white spots on the skin of the body, the priest is to make an examination. If the spots on the skin of the body are dull white, it is only a rash that has broken out on the skin. The person is clean. If a man loses the hair of his head, he is bald, but he is clean. Or if he loses the hair at his hairline, he is bald on his forehead, but he is clean. But if there is a reddish-white condition on the bald head or forehead, it is a serious skin disease breaking out on the head or forehead. The priest is to examine him. And if the swelling of the condition on his head or forehead is reddish-white, like the appearance of a serious skin disease on his body, the man is affected with a serious skin disease. He is unclean. The priest must pronounce him unclean. The infection is on his head. The person who has a case of serious skin disease is to, is to have his clothes torn and his hair hanging loose, and he must cover his mouth and cry out, unclean unclean. He will remain unclean as long as he has the disease. He is unclean. He must live alone in a place outside the camp. If a fabric is contaminated with mildew in wool or linen fabric, In a warp of weft, of linen, or wool, or in leather, or anything made of leather. And if the contamination is green or red in the fabric, the leather, the warp, the weft, or any leather article, it is a mildew contamination and is to be shown to the priest. The priest is to examine the contamination and quarantine the contaminated fabric for seven days. The priest is to re examine the contamination on the seventh day. It has spread in the fabric, the warp, the wept, or the leather, regardless of how it is used. The contamination is harmful, mildew. It is unclean. He is to burn the fabric, the warp or weft, in wool or linen or any leather article, which is contaminated. Since it is harmful mildew, it must be burned. When the priest examines it, If the contamination has not spread in the fabric, the warp or weft, or any leather article, the priest is to order whatever is contaminated to be washed and quarantined for another seven days. After it has been washed, the priest is to re-examine the contamination. If the appearance of the contaminated article has not changed, it is unclean. Even though the contamination has not spread, you must burn the fabric. It is a fungus on the front or back of the fabric. If the priest examines it and the contamination has faded after it has been washed, he is to cut the contaminated section out of the fabric, the weather or the warp or weft, but if it reappears on the fabric, the warp or the weft, or any leather article, it has broken out again. You must burn whatever is contaminated, but if the contamination disappears from the fabric, the warp or the weft, or any leather article, which which have been washed, It is to be washed again, and it will be clean. This is the law concerning a mildew contamination in wool or linen fabric, warp or weft, or any leather article, in order to pronounce it clean or unclean. Psalm 15 and 16. Lord, who can dwell in... Your tent, who can live on your holy mountain? The one who lives honestly, practices righteousness, and acknowledges the truth in his heart, who does not slander with his tongue, who does not harm his friend or discredit his neighbor who despises the one rejected by the Lord, but honors those who fear the Lord, who keeps his word whatever the cost, who does not lend his money at interest, or take a bribe against the innocent. The one who does these things will never be moved. Psalm 16, protect me, God, for I take refuge in you. I said to Yahweh, you are my Lord. I have nothing good besides you. As for the holy people who are in the land, they are the noble ones. All my delight is in them. The sorrows of those who take another God for themselves will multiply I will pour out their drink offerings of blood, and I will not speak their names with my lips. Lord, you are my portion and my cup of blessing. You hold my future. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my conscience instructs me. I keep the Lord in mind always because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my spirit rejoices. My body also rests. Securely, for you will not abandon for you will not abandon me to Sheol. You will not allow your faithful one to see decay. You reveal the path of life to me. In your presence is abundant joy. In your right hand are eternal pleasures. Proverbs chapter twenty-seven. Don't boast about tomorrow, for you don't know what a day might bring. Let another praise you, and not your own mouth, a stranger, and not your own lips. A stone is heavy, and sand a burden, but aggravation from a fool outweighs them both. Fury is cruel and anger a flood, but who can withstand jealousy? Better an open reprimand than concealed love. The wounds of a friend are trustworthy, but the kisses of an enemy are excessive. A person who is full tramples on a honeycomb, but to a hungry person any better thing is sweet. A man wandering from his home is like a bird wandering from its nest. Oil and incense bring joy to the heart, and the sweetness of a friend is better than self-counsel. Don't abandon your friend or your father's friend, and don't go to your brother's house in your time of calamity. Better a neighbor nearby than a brother far away. Be wise, my son, and bring my heart joy so that I can answer anyone who taunts me. A sensible person sees danger and takes over. The inexperienced keep going and are punished. Take his garment, for he has put up security for a stranger. Get collateral if it is for foreigners if one blesses his neighbor with a loud voice early in the morning it will be counted as a curse to him an endless dripping on a rainy day and a nagging wife are alike the one who controls her controls the wind and grasps oil with his right hand iron sharpens iron And one man sharpens another. Whoever tends a fig tree will eat its fruit. And whoever looks after his master will be honored. As water reflects the face, so the heart reflects the person. Sheol and Abaddon are never satisfied. And people's eyes... Are never satisfied. A crucible for silver. And a smelter for gold. And a man for the words. Of his praise. Though you grind a fool. In a mortar. With a pestle. Along with grain. You will not separate. His foolishness from him. Know well. The condition of your flock. And pay attention to your herds. For wealth is not forever. Not even a crown lasts for all time. When hay is removed and new growth appears and the grain from the hills is gathered in, lambs will provide your clothing and goats the price of a field. There will be enough goat's milk for your food, for your household, and nourishment for your female servants. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians in God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. We must always thank God for you, brothers. This is right, since your faith is flourishing and the love each one of you has for one another is increasing. Therefore, we ourselves boast about you among God's churches, about your endurance and faith in all the persecutions and inflictions. Therefore, we ourselves boast about you among God's churches, about Your endurance and faith and all the persecutions and afflictions you endure. It is a clear evidence of God's righteous judgment that you will be counted worthy of God's kingdom for which you also are suffering since it is righteous for God to repay with affliction those who afflict you, and to reward with rest you who are afflicted along with us. This will take place at the revelation of the Lord Jesus from heaven with his powerful angels taking vengeance with flaming fire on those who don't know God. And on those who don't obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. These will pay the penalty of eternal destruction from the Lord's presence and from his glorious strength in that day when he comes to be glorified by his saints and to be admired by all those who have believed, because our testimony among you was believed. And in view of this, we always pray for you that our God will consider you worthy of his calling and will, by his power, fulfill every desire for goodness and the work of faith so that the name of Our Lord Jesus will be glorified by you and you by him according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ.